Welcome to Packaging News Weekly, a weekly show hosted on LinkedIn Live by Adam Peak, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos. This news is being brought to you by Ubuntu. Ubuntu is a community of change makers and sustainability. If you want to join us, you can go to sustainablepackaging.io. Once again, that is sustainablepackaging.io and use code PACKAGING25. Join us in our community so that we can make a difference in the world. Now, here's the news. It's always funny because you never know when you're live, but I think we're live. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, it's Monday morning, March 7th. Uh, you've got me, Evelio Matos, host of Package Design Unboxed. Uh, you've got Adam Peak, host of Pack- People of Packaging. And uh, he's been promoted to something. He's something at Myers. Revenue, sales, senior, something. Senior, senior vice president of sales. <laughs> there, assistant, there we go. Assistant to the senior vice president of sales at Myers. Yeah. There we go. Region, so he's, he's, only, he's only two deaths away <laughs> from being the president. we've got Corey connors uh who is the host of the sustainable packaging podcast he as he says every week he's got five wives and uh no no (laughs) wow morning ridiculous (laughs) welcome what's up everybody so what uh so we're talking about the news today and we've got some sustainability uh conversations we were having beforehand. Um, Corey, you wanted to talk about a couple of things. I'd love to hear about it. Let's hear it. You know, I'm excited about uh, the episode released on Sustainable Packaging Podcast uh, yesterday with Stephanie Moran. She is the good girl gone green. And if you're looking for tips on how to be sustainable in your everyday life, she's the person to to reach out to. She's got all of the ideas. She's thought it all through uh, with the least amount of waste and the most least amount of impact on the environment. So check her out and uh, check out uh, that episode. Good morning. Hey, and that's awesome, Corey. So I, if you can hear a bunch of background noise, I'm here at the Gaylord Hotel in Denver, Colorado. It's not really, it's kind of Denver, but uh, it's, it's so far out. Like the airport is like in the middle of Kansas. So I'm pretty sure people land here and they just go full dumb and dumber. Like I thought the Rockies would be a little bit more rocky than this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I flew over this morning from Utah, kind of on a whim. Uh, to see some people that are out here at D Scoop, uh, so I'm even looking around. I see see some people I I know, so I'm excited to uh, see. I think Dustin Steerman's here, and uh, I'm actually sitting across from uh, from Mark Potter from Multicolor Corporation. Mark, you want to say what's up to the people on LinkedIn? What's happening, guys? Here, hang on, hang on, hang on. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's going well today. D Scoop is going great. Next time you guys can make out and join us, maybe. Mark, what's that's awesome. Uh, what? Hang on, real quickly. Uh, what the hell put, is D Scoop? Put, yeah. put him on screen. Put him on screen. Come, come, come over here. Come over here. You can be on the screen. We're doing a little uh, a little live interview impromptu. Hey, so everyone knows Mark hired me at WS Packaging. So everyone say what's up to Mark. Hey, you Mark. Hear him, but hey, Mark. All right. So what is D Scoop? <laughs> so D Scoop is the largest community of digital uh, producers, manufacturers, suppliers in the world. So it's global. Uh, You'll have folks from HP here. You'll have folks from Michael Mint, all kinds of either converters or producers here. And it's just a way to collaborate and learn about digital print. 
Uh, it's, it's a growing growing market share. And uh, I think last year was the first year you saw more digital presses installed than analog presses. That's crazy. Wow. And the sun is bearing down on our faces <laughs> yes. on the window. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, that's uh, that, that's Mark. He, he's the one who took a chance on this young pastor and was like, I think he can be he can sell stuff. Oddly enough, uh, our, our friend Pete Petrie is here who said, that's a terrible idea. Don't hire him. And well, here we are. <laughs> Let's get him on next. You can deal with Let's, that, Pete Petrie. That's what I say. <laughs> Let's shame um, him but, next. So, so, no, we've got, so we've got an exclusive. That was our first, that was our first man exclusive. on the street. Our first man on the street interview. on Bringing, you, bringing you the scoop. Bringing you the scoop from D-Scoop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now the weather. Yeah, now, now let's go to the weather. It's cold. It's hot. It's, cool. it's damn hot. <laughs> anyway, good, good morning, Vietnam. Anyway. Yes. All right. All right so we, uh, yeah. So, so that's what I got going on. That's awesome. We were talking earlier about uh, straws. Like, so before we went live, we were talking about straws. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a concern for uh, an overabundance of plastic packaging making it into the ocean. So, Corey, you, you brought up a point on some new uh, solutions. Yeah, on Ubuntu, I researched uh, a company called Blue Pan Planet Ecoware, and they're working to create straws using brown algae. Now, they have to get permission to harvest the algae from the ocean where, where they're located. Uh, and I think this is a big debate. First of all, do we need straws? That's always my question. I think it's kind of uh, a luxury that we could do without, my opinion. But... Um, should we be harvesting algae and seaweed from the ocean? Uh, is it going to cause more harm than good? I don't know. We'll I see. I can tell you this, though. If you want to stir up some controversy on LinkedIn, yeah. talk about how paper straws are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so, a surefire way to get people on there. <laughs> okay. So, you know, this is a packaging podcast. Straws are not packaging, but straws are something that people... You're right. It's a it's a highly volatile volatile topic where people yeah. get super upset when you go one way or another. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about paper straws, what are what's the difference between a paper straw and a plastic straw besides the material? Like what what are the negative impacts? Hey, real real Deborah, quickly, uh, I did just find Deborah Corn uh, here at D Scoop. She was wandering Perfect. around. Deb, do you want to say what's up? We got Corey and Avelli. We're live on LinkedIn hey, right now. Hey, awesome. Hey, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> nice to see you. Happy D-Scoop. Thanks so much, Adam. That was so cool for pulling me over. Yeah, for sure. So we're talking about paper straws. You can't hear what they're talking about. Sure. We're talking about paper versus plastic straws. Okay. It's a very intense conversation. But I just wanted you to come say hi to the, hey, live, the live news people here. So. Nice uh, to see you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, I'll come say hi. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, Vilio. <laughs> see you. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. I got distracted. Carry on. All right, paper, on paper, straw, paper straws versus plastic straws. It. Uh, I've never used a, a paper straw that worked well. Um, they seem, in my opinion, and I'd love to be, uh, maybe somebody could send me one that works well. Uh, they just disintegrate so fast that they're a novelty that seems to be unnecessary. Um, Agreed. I know when I go to a restaurant and they give you paper straws, they'll give you, usually they'll give you like two or three of them because they're like halfway through your drink, it's not going to work. So just replace it. So now I've yeah. got, you know, a handful of straws versus just one plastic straw. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the thing that I found interesting is there was one guy who came through on my uh, on my LinkedIn post about it, and he was talking about how it's like a it's a mental thing, like it's a, a gateway drug to sustainability, is what he called it, <laughs> and the the like moving to paper straws and i just asked him this morning so i was thinking about it i was like yeah but what if it sucks like isn't a gateway drug supposed to like get you in like what if they cost a lot more and they they have they they yield a bad experience are you then left with thinking that sustainability this is what it is it's just about like compromising quality and paying a ton more yeah Um, Yeah. so that's that's probably a little bit of my pushback is like obviously i don't want more plastic in the oceans and i got a lot of like because I, I quoted a, a study that I guess was done in 2018 that has been debunked by people who go on Google as well um, that said that less than 1% of ocean plastic comes from the U.S. And so I, my point was like, is this where we really need to focus is on, and, and even in the video I put up, it was paper straws that were eco-friendly, that were in a box that had an acetate window on it. I'm like, well, then why did we have to put a plastic window in the box? <laughs> we know what a paper straw is. Why do people have to see it? So. Yeah, I find awesome. it interesting for sure. People go yeah, argue go, go argue on my LinkedIn page, please. Helps the <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say on um, you know paper straws, plastic straws. Um, you know, with paper straws, once you've used them, the size is too small to actually recycle. So that's going to the landfill anyway, and you're yeah. landfilling more weight. Uh, it requires there's more resources going to it yeah. versus a plastic straw. And you know, ever since I had my interview with Chris Armit. Um, with my, with my plastic straw, I think I've, I still have the same plastic straw. I think I've used it at this point over 1500 times. Uh, you know, I, I clean it, I reuse it, I throw it in my drawer, uh, and I, and I, and it just keeps going. So definitely something that I couldn't do with a paper straw. Now, when you, when you go to your topic of, you know, replacing plastics with algae, there's a concern of, you know, we're now we're harvesting from the ocean. Right. Yeah. That's now, the problem. I, I think it, yeah, it yeah. goes back to your point. It's a luxury we can do without uh, or just reuse. Yeah. 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 Very exciting. Who was your guest this week, Avelio, on your podcast? Um, I've had several. So I had um, a designer from India who runs NH1 Studio. Uh, her name is Neha, and she's done some amazing work. And we get into um, some pretty interesting conversations in terms of the differences between Western design versus uh, what you expect in India and the way that you're designing there. She's like, here, you're not designing for a demographic. You're designing for a broad group of people. So somebody that may not have any money is purchasing the same product as somebody that's got a lot of money. And you have wow. to be able to speak, speak to both of them and try to communicate sustainability where it's realistic. So there's a lot of, for me, it was really, it was eye-opening in terms of, again, just asking questions of somebody else in a different region and how they handle design and how they handle um sustainability so it's so super interesting that'll be coming up i uh, did that as part of a partnership with Penda awards so if you are doing um if you are doing some packaging and you want to submit it definitely submit it to Penn awards those guys are amazing uh, just want to give you a chance to say good morning to some people we've got uh, natalie creek good morning uh we've got kirk Bisola. good morning thanks for being on here we've got kirk Loves Debbie Corn. I mean, who doesn't love Debbie Corn? Uh, she's <laughs> she hosts the Girls Who Print, right? Something like that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. She's amazing. Definitely go hunt her down. It, uh, it's called Podcast last... Podcast from the Printerverse. Is her podcast, yeah. and she's also has she does a ton of stuff. Everyone, make sure you connect up with Debbie Corn. She's amazing. 
hundred percent. She is amazing. Uh, I did want to just touch base, you know, everything that's going on in the world today. Um, we're, you know, oil prices are going up and when oil prices go up, everything goes up, right? So if you're in plastics, obviously that's going to be impacted pretty heavily. Um, not only does, you know, I was just reading this morning on, uh, on Bloomberg, you know, shout out to Ryan Fox, who's with the Bloomberg team. Uh, but they're just talking about how when oil prices go up, margins go up, which is kind of interesting, especially in, um, you know, as it trickles down into what we do in packaging. Because right. you're going to have adhesives using uh, using petrol, you're using uh, for plastics, um, all the way down the line. Obviously, just the fuel itself for moving products. Um, so definitely something that's going to be impacted. Adam, Corey, on the sales side of this, how are you communicating higher prices on top of already higher prices from just the, the supply chain crunch that we've had recently? How are you communicating that with clients? Or are you communicating that with clients? Yes, it, it's a constant issue. And um, for the first time ever, I think consumers and customers are kind of used to it. Um, they don't like it, but it, it, it's it's not something we can hold off on it's you know when our cost goes up we have to raise our costs that or raise our price because our margins aren't huge you were you know packaging is not a, a a huge margin industry for the most part um so if you're not getting constant price increases <laughs> your margin something's wrong something's wrong uh and uh you know so take a look at another supplier maybe landsberg aurora i don't know just a suggestion uh but it, it, I, I Adam, do you feel the same way? It's people are kind of yeah. used to it. I, I think that a lot of the conversation, particularly right now, uh, especially in the label and folding carton industry, uh, it really shifted and pivoted towards availability and it's still kind of there. And so, I mean, it's not like it's easy to go communicate it, but you're right. If, if you show up to somebody and you're like, Hey, when, you know, when you got the last round of price increase and they say, we haven't gotten a price increase from our supply and here it's like well then they've been making a lot of money off of you for a long time because the cost of everything yeah. has gone up so you may want to question that relationship like it's almost pivoted a little bit to where it's people can read hmm. people see the market you know and so if you're not out there <laughs> telling everybody hey you know this is what's going on like we have the same pressures we have the same inflationary pressures we have the same employment struggles and it sucks but we can't absorb this any longer it really just says, hey, we're, we're being a really fair partner to you at the end of the day, at least from my perspective. And to have those business level conversations, I think, is really critical for any sales professional to be able to do. Um, now, I don't I don't have any direct accounts, so I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> no, I still, yeah. I still have to help. But I still have to help, like, plan it out, you know, go through, OK, well, who's going to get what and, you know, where where can we give? But but they have to happen. I mean, or, or else your vendor is going to go out of business, number one or number two. You're going to be on such low margins with that vendor that they're not going to care about you anymore. So right. that, that's also okay. a problem. So anyway, so, so let me just yeah, so let me just make that point one more time because that was a great point. I think when I just skipped over was if if you're not getting price increases at this point, then the the truth is that they've had such high margins on you for so long that they've been able to absorb those increases. Which yeah, then it just shows you that you're not working with a good partner because 
you know, they've been, you know, they've been, they've been banking on you for so long and they're like, oh yeah, don't worry about the price increases and they're still making a margin. Cause unless, unless they can demonstrate that they have invested so heavily in technology that they could outpace it, which would be incredibly, that would be, they would have had to have some kind of weird foresight from like 2019 to have bought all yeah. of these like higher, high speed, like it, it, it's, it's asinine to think. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, for the most, yeah, I mean, for the most part, three years ago, uh, you know, if there was a price increase, like a paper increase of 10% or 5% here and there, which typically happens, a lot of times a supplier will absorb that because it just fluctuates. It's just part of the market and you want to move forward with your client. Uh, but the, the types of things that we're seeing today, um, kind of like Bob, like Bob Hawkinson mentioned, you know, diesel's up $3 a gallon over January, right? You can't absorb those types of things. And it goes across the entire supply chain. So definitely something to check out if you're out and there. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Like it's just... Yeah. It's just going to happen. So yeah. buckle up. I, I think if you're, I mean, if you're in packaging, if you're buying or if you're selling, you know, I think over the last couple of years, we've, we've been saying, all right, this is going to last for about 12 months. We're going to, it's going to level out in about 12 months. And then 12 months later, it's just worse. Right. And we're already, we've done this 12 month cycle three times already at this point. Yeah. I think Very it's true. just, you know, don't, <laughs> don't assume it's going to end here in 12 months. Um, I think there's something around the corner. Just be prepared to make sure that you're, you know, yep. you're, you're scheduling your orders properly. Make sure that you're thinking ahead. Um, you know, you've got your that you're forecasting appropriately and working with a partner that can help you do those types of things. That that makes a huge difference. Um, you know, yeah. Henry Spooner here's got. Uh, if you've got built if you built solid relations with majority of customers, will understand that price rises aren't increasing your profit. Yeah, 100. percent And it's not just packaging, right? So if you're selling if you're selling clothing, if you're selling food, price increases are happening across the board, not just in packaging. So definitely something to have a conversation over with your, with your packaging supplier. I did want to congratulate the two of you for being number one and number two in the uh, packaging podcast world. Congratulations to you for being number three. You know, we rounded out the top three. Very exciting. Well, the the top, the top three packaging podcasts in the world right here on LinkedIn. (laughs) That's right. You got them all at once. It's a category that essentially didn't exist about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean Drew. Good. Coming, coming across with the sweet sounds of Sean Drew. You know, yes. couldn't agree more with, and when somebody agrees with me, oh, yeah, Sean Drew. I mean, that makes my day, right? That's, I can, I can call it a day. <laughs> the blessings from across the world. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, guys we got everyone. UK. We got, we got South Africa. We got UK. We got the US. We went international. It was awesome. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> uh, any any last uh, any last points here we want to make before we wrap no, just it up? check out check out what they're doing at D Scoop. Uh, some cool some cool uh, innovations happening out here uh, for sure. Some really rad people. Um, I'm crashing the party. I didn't actually get a badge, so I'm just here hanging out at the <laughs> hotel. Uh, but everybody awesome. else, is... <laughs> awesome. well, well, do us a favor, Adam. Uh, do us a favor, Adam, while you're there, go ahead. And if you can get shots of like different booths, different things that are happening, we'd love to share that video next week to bring D-Scoop to uh, the news. I'll try. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, my name is Valley Matos. You've got Adam Peak and Corey Connors. Definitely check out Packaging, uh, People of Packaging podcasts. Sustainable Packaging Podcast and Package Design Unboxed if you're wanting to stay up to date with what's happening in packaging. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. See ya.
Well, that's it for the news. You can join myself, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on LinkedIn. Make sure you put it into your calendars where we cover uh, news that's being brought to you by Ubuntu. You can get your own newsletter by signing up at sustainablepackaging.io and using code PACKAGING25. You can also get more from Avelio by connecting with him on LinkedIn or listening to the Package Design Unboxed podcast, along with Corey Connors on TikTok at CoreyGated on LinkedIn and also his Sustainable Packaging podcast. If you want to know how you can join us as a sponsor, you can send us all an email at info at incasemedia.com. That is E-N-C-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. We'll talk to you next week.